Hi, I'm Amanda and welcome to Self. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our own self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and those around us and hopefully all live happier and healthier lives. Today's episode is about the stories that we tell ourselves, the narratives that we hang on to and cling on to and how that shapes the way that we live and the way that we see the world. So you may have heard on a previous episode about some water trauma related things that I have. So I actually made a decision to get some coaching from someone who's really well known in freediving. Her name is Sarah Campbell. She's amazing. Shout out to Sarah. And she's a Kundalini yoga teacher. She's a former world record holder. She's been in freediving for a long time and she's a fantastic coach. And the reason why I connected with her and have engaged her services is because I needed, I felt this need to work through a lot of the mental stuff and barriers that I have that has kind of prevented me from going deeper. I have a couple of, you know, recently in the past few years, like a few different PB dives, um, but I am limited by equalization. And I don't want to get into too deep about boring freediving stuff because I know that most of you aren't freedivers. But yeah, it's it's really a mental block as much as there's the physical manifestation of a block, like the fact that I can't equalize the pressure, although that seems like it's just a physical thing. It's not that I lack the skill of equalization because I have it there. Something that affects equalization is our relaxation. So if there's tension hanging on different places, um, that prevents it. And so I know within myself that really it's more of a mental block than anything. And what I was telling myself was that, well, of course it's there. It's because I'm afraid of the water. And when I started speaking with Sarah, I said to her, you know, um, I've grown up kind of with this, with two different feelings about the water. On the one hand, I really love it. I love being in the water. I grew up in Perth. I was at the beach a lot. It's the place that I would go to to relax and calm myself. There were times when I was really stressed in exam periods in year 12 and I would ask my parents to drive me to the beach and I'd just get in the water at night and just float there. And the water's been a place where I feel at home and feel really safe. And then on the other hand, I've had these traumatic experiences where I felt really afraid and I have felt unsafe. And so we, you know, kind of start going into these um, experiences that I've had in the past. And ultimately, what I realized and what I learned from her in this kind of one call that we had was I was attaching this meaning and, and I'd been attaching these stories to events that happened and I've been hanging on to them for most of my life. So the first experience, and I can't remember if I shared this, I think I did in the podcast about when I had um, a panic attack in the water. But my earliest memory in water is when I was with my auntie 
who was teaching me how to swim. And I was kicking. She was holding me under my belly, hands under me. And I said to her, please don't let go. And she said she wouldn't. And then I'm swimming and she pulls her hands away and I sink. And so the story that I attached there, the narrative, the meaning that I gave to that experience, obviously as a little five-year-old was, well, I'm not safe. I'm not safe here in the water because I, you know, I sank, I got water up my nose, I was coughing and spitting out water, I started crying a bit, I was scared. So you have little me with all these, um, over, like being overwhelmed with these different feelings and sensations and this fear. And that itself was a, you know, little traumatic experience. And then I have these other moments happen, that happened later in life where my dad dragged me out to the deep end of a pool and I was kicking and screaming and I didn't want to be there and he left me there and told me to swim back. And again, that was another terrifying moment where I felt like I wasn't in control, that I didn't know what I was doing, that I didn't know how to swim, I was unsafe, I was terrified. And as an adult now who knows how to swim, who is a freediver, who loves being in the water, who is very self-sufficient when she's in the water, I was still hanging on to these stories. I was still hanging on to the meaning that I'd given to these experiences. Now, if you look at that experience, that little story of me as a five-year-old, Well, of course I sank because I didn't know how to swim. It didn't mean though, and it doesn't mean that the water is an unsafe place. I sank because I didn't know how to swim and my auntie withdrew her hands. That's the actual truth. The thing that I've attached to that though, all the meaning that I've given to it, all the power that I've given that story though, has been that I don't know what I'm doing, that I'm unsafe, the water's not a good place. With the experience of my dad dragging me into the deep end, well, of course I was scared. Someone was pulling me into a space that I didn't want to be in, that I was asking not to be in. My dad was crossing my boundaries, so I had every reason to be upset. And... The truth is, though, I swam out of that. I did know how to swim at that point and I managed to get back and I was safe. I was okay, even if that's not what felt true in my body at that time. When you skip forward to me now and the water is a place that I love being in, I have... You have, we all have this natural ability to hold our breath and to be at depth. We have something called the mammalian dive reflex. And again, or mammalian dive response, I'm not going to get into into the theory of freediving, but we naturally have this incredible ability in us to freedive. And that's a truth that exists. That's something that's real. What was 
what's been happening for me, and I think I've actually kind of cracked through it, is that I was attaching this story. I was attaching meaning. And as a result, I was clinging onto this and allowing the story to have all the power. I was hanging on to the fact that, oh, I'm Amanda who is afraid of the water. And even, you know, I'm sure you've heard of like the placebo effect. Hanging on to negative narratives keeps us in that space for as long as we give it the power to. When I had this conversation with Sarah, it was like this light bulb moment, right? Because I have applied this idea in other spaces in my life, you know, just because I'm someone who grew up in a certain way doesn't mean I'm that person forever. Like that story doesn't have to exist and be true. Just because I'm someone who grew up around infidelity and around domestic violence and abuse it doesn't mean that I am going to be that person or that that's the story that's that I'm going to give power to forever so it's interesting that I'd worked through a lot of these things um in other spaces of my life but I just hadn't put you know two and two together and seen how it affected the stories I created when it came to the water so I had this realisation of like, well, duh. I've been telling myself that the water isn't a safe place, that I'm afraid of the water. But am I really? Am I actually still that little five-year-old girl who couldn't swim that sinks? No. Am I still that person that little nine, ten-year-old who was dragged out to the deep end in a two-metre pool and I don't know how to swim back or I'm terrified of being in deep water? No, I'm not. I can be there in the blue looking down, you know, when it's bottomless and I'm okay. I'm completely at peace and at home with that because I actually love being at depth. I really do enjoy it. I love being in the water. I love feeling the water hugging me when I'm alone and I'm down at, you know, 30 something, 40 something meters. And I feel like there's nothing and no one else around me. And it's just me in the water. I love that feeling. That's real. The truth within my body is that it has a natural ability to free dive, that it knows what it's doing and I don't even have to think about things. The stuff that takes place automatically, the moment I begin holding my breath or the moment I'm exposed to pressure as I go down deeper, all those things happen. Those things are real. Those things are true. But these stories, these narratives I've been hanging on to, they're not. It's just something that I've been holding on to and attaching to myself and giving meaning to it and that has significantly impacted me and just by having kind of this like switch this realization of like I don't need to hang on to this has meant that I've 
empowered myself to go, well, these things don't have to mean anything. They're just experiences that have happened. And I'm able to create new experiences with myself in the water. I'm able to create new feelings of safety in the water. I'm able to rewire my experiences in the water and what impact that has for me. So this has been something that I'm working through in real time at the moment, actually. I got back in the water a few days ago and I had two sessions and in both of them I went back to pretty much like nearly my PB and I felt different being in the water and it was incredible because I felt far more relaxed. I felt like I could trust myself, my body more to do what I know it can do, what it has done for me, what it's been doing for me every time I'm free diving. And it was just this switch of going, I don't have to hang on to these stories anymore. I don't have to hang on to the meaning that I've been giving these past experiences. And those things aren't true. They're simply not. And without kind of diving deeply into trauma, because that's not where I wanted to take this episode today, what I encourage you to do, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, you know, what do I give stories to? What I, what I challenge for you is if there are certain stories that you might be hanging on to, I just want to ask, I want to ask you and for you to ask yourself, what stories have I created? What meaning have I been given, been, been giving to certain experiences, to certain things that have happened to me? And how has that affected the way that I then live? How does it affect the way that I show up for myself? How does it affect the way that I show up for others? I think when we're able to look at these stories that we attach to experiences, when we look at the meaning and we can understand, oh, that's what I've been doing all this time. We're able to consciously change and redirect the way that we behave, the way that we think. We're able to let go of that and to stop giving that story power. And instead, we're able to actually take that back and go, okay, that's something that has happened in the past. That's not something that has to happen in the future. The way that I had previously applied this is in relationships, right? Like just because my dad cheated, the story I'd hung on to for a long time was, well, because my dad cheated, it means every man that I'm with is also going to cheat. Or just because, because my dad was violent, it means that every man that I'm with is going to be violent. They were stories that I hung on to, that I worked through to let go of. And what it meant was then I could be in relationships without, even if a tiny part of me might still fear that, maybe there's still that little anxious part that, you know, can sometimes be triggered or can sometimes feel like, oh, crap, is that what's happening? For the most part, letting go of that story 
that I hung on to for a long time empowered me to be able to choose partners, <laughs> choose my partner now very wisely, but also see them truly as they are, to see people as they are and not through the lens of a story I'm projecting onto them. That for me was like a really big shift and change in my relationship, right? Like not having this story, not putting power to this story and then letting it affect my relationships, affect the way that I would see my partners, the way that I would expect them to treat me or even then being able to accept that mistreatment because it's it's just confirming that story to be true and going, ha, huh, see, I told you so. That's transformed and shifted that so much. And in the same way now, applying that to my diving, being able to go, I don't have to hang on to that story anymore, allows me just to accept whatever experience I have in the water now as it is. So, yeah. The, my, my challenge, my question for you is what stories have you been hanging on to? And maybe you haven't. Amazing. Good on you. Um, genuinely, like, I think it's a fantastic way to navigate and journey through life if you're able to not hang on to these narratives. But I think for most of us, perhaps we have been clinging on to some kind of meaning that we then project and put onto other situations, onto other people, onto other experiences, or whether that's something that's holding us back from trying or taking risks or doing other things because we've we've been giving these stories all the power this whole time. So I'd like for you to think about that. Ask yourself what meaning you've been giving to certain experiences or stories in the past. And my challenge for you is to let go of that and to understand that they are just stories that we make up, that we are giving some kind of meaning to and that they aren't true. You know, that's not to say the experience isn't true, yeah? That's a different thing between this happened to you. That's not me saying that these things didn't happen or that it wasn't valid for you to feel the way that you felt at the time or the way that you might feel about it now. It's not that. It's the additional narrative, the meaning that we ultimately gave it, the lens in which we then turn to see ourselves or the lens in which we're now seeing others through this story. And I'd like to hear from you if this is something that you are experiencing, that you're challenging yourself with, how it has shifted for you to be able to let go of this and how hopefully it's been something very positive in your life and positively impacted your relationship with yourself and your relationship with those around you. Or in my case, my relationship with nature. And definitely my relationship with myself as well. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment, show love to the show. 
You can follow the show on pod, on Instagram. Oh my gosh, I'm fumbling all my words today. You can follow the show on Instagram at self double underscore podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Amanda Latran. That's Amanda L-E-T-R-A-N. I release episodes every Thursday. I will see you next week. Thanks. Bye.